Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive. Happy Sunday. Uh, I am joined by my co-host, Kix. Hi, Kix. Hello. How are you? Uh, <laughs> That's essentially how you answer for... that question every time. You go, <laughs> It's always a hard... 2020 has made that question very difficult to answer. So, you know what? I am um, here. Happy you're here. <laughs> Um, so before we get to our, well, first of all, we have a special holiday episode today. I'm very excited to celebrate yes, the holidays happy with holidays, listeners. Yes. Uh, our first holiday here at Dumpster Dive. Merry, Merry Trashmas. Trashmas. Today's the last day of Hanukkah. It is. Happy Hanukkah to all my, my, um, Jewish, Jewish friends. And, uh, yeah, before we get to our fun little holiday episode, uh, just a reminder, please rate review to the podcast on, uh, Apple podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere podcasts are heard. Tell your friends, pause the pod and go give us five stars. It keeps this pod up and running. So, and thank you for everyone for your continued support. And uh, we have a very exciting guest today. Uh, We have one of our best friends in the entire world. Her name is Rachel, previously Belter, now a Dibbin. And uh, she is a rock star drama therapist who likes to also dabble in uh, the trash TV like we do. Right, Rachel? I do. Thank you for (laughs) seeing me so clearly. Of course. Is there anything you'd like to plug here at the top of the pod? Ooh, uh, no. I have nothing going on, so just <laughs> brought Any, my personality. Okay, great. Any OnlyFans accounts, anything like that? No? Not yet. <laughs> We're not there yet. <laughs> Any day now. <laughs> well, Rachel, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, all those happy things. Happy holidays. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm so honored to be your holiday guest. Yeah, it feels right. I feel like you're very, yeah. um, you're very full of holiday energy, you know? It's this is a podcast, but I sort of wish your your fans could see that I am dressed sort of like um feel a little bit like a Melissa McCarthy as like the mom mm-hmm. in a Christmas film. Like that is the aesthetic I have. I, yeah, I agree. What's that movie where she's like Oh, what is that movie? This is boring, but what's the movie where she's like the mom <laughs> like follows her daughter to college? Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it. I, don't, I, don't know. <laughs> I know, but I, I I agree with you. Um, wait. So before we get into our well, first of all, we we are recapping uh, the whole season of Twelve Dates of Christmas here on this holiday episode of Dumpster Dive. I cannot wait to get into it. It was a yes. wild, wild ride we went on this uh, <laughs> this holiday season, wasn't it? Um, before we get to that, mm-hmm. though, um, we got to ask you what we always ask our guests, and that is, what reality television made you a dumpster diva? Rachel Belter, Dibbin, take it away. Okay, so I have kind of a unique but very me answer to this. And if it doesn't count, I have a backup prepared. It always counts. Well, this, I think, was actually sort of the start of reality TV. And I used to pretend to be sick to stay at home and watch it. And it was the TLC shows, like a baby story, a wedding story. Mm -hmm, And you would follow a mother... (laughs) through her like final month of pregnancy and see the birth and then there were the wedding ones um and I would stay home from school to (laughs) to watch these because they were only on you know at like 11 a.m yeah I think I believe that Olivia's was that as well I think it was too we've had this answer before 
Oh, I haven't, I didn't, I like missed that someone said that, but this was Hear that, my... Olivia, she didn't listen to your episode. <laughs> I kidding. actually did. I'm, I'm surprised kidding. I didn't flag it. I did listen to Olivia's episode. I'll quote other moments from it to prove it later. <laughs> um, what was your other important. answer? Well, my other answer um, is like the MTV reality shows. Mm-hmm. I loved my super sweet 16. And I also watched, I don't know if anyone remembers Viva La Bam. Yeah, yes. of course. <laughs> which is like how jackass started right yes, um, of course so i did watch those shows um and then yeah like i watched the the bachelor and survivor when that started and as a jersey girl i was also a jersey shore uh fan yeah i love that journey mm-hmm. yeah you touch <laughs> on, you, tu- you touch on a lot of things that i don't know a lot about like i I have not really watched uh, Baby Story. Um, I haven't. <laughs> I, I don't mean to like shock everyone, but I, I haven't watched that. Um, uh, in addition yeah. to that, I you know I'm I've watched Jersey Shore, but it's like I'm I I don't have as good of a like I don't have an, an encyclopedic knowledge of the of the franchise. Um, and then yeah, in general, MTV was just such a blind spot for us because we weren't allowed to watch MTV, so. Yeah. Yeah, we were VH1 girls. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know. I know that about you. I feel you like girls. Some, <laughs> if you my... don't know anything about me, that's the one thing you should know. <laughs> yes. Of course. Well, something I love about you, Rachel, is that you will watch some like like you won't want really watch Housewives, but anything beneath Housewives you're here for. Like mm-hmm. in terms of like yeah. tragedy level. Like like we would spend mm-hmm. so for those that don't know who Rachel is, um, she <laughs> is like my best friend from college, and we we would like skip ballet class to like watch hoarders and like people like mm-hmm. with like twenty cats in hoarders or we what else did we watch? Yes. We watched um, my strange addiction. My strange addiction. Loved seeing people eat mm-hmm. drywall. Um, mm-hmm. Like we really light bulbs was one I've seen. That was yeah. wild. We really yeah. get off on people's misfortune, if you will. <laughs> yeah, that is not um, like the tagline on my Instagram. <laughs> Getting off on people's misfortune, um, especially as a therapist, it's not like, right. a good way to introduce <laughs> That's yourself. True, I guess. <laughs> but we. <laughs> But we really did. And I don't, I've tried to explain this to you, Tom, why I have such like selective reality TV viewing. And I think for me, I don't get down as much for a recurring cast. Mm. I get that. Now that you say that, that is consistent. Through yeah, all that's why you like, you because you like 90 days. Day. Mm-hmm. You, the recurring I, cast you were able to stick with was Darcy and Stacey. <laughs> but they are special and i think we can all admit we, if we can agree on anything in this world in the u.s of 2020 mm-hmm. like merge the gap bur- bridges merge the mm-hmm. gap is not the phrase i was with her on it though. merge the gap merge like, the gap what are you merging the gap with no it's Darcy, bridge the, the left gap left and the right bridge the gap bridge oh. the gap is the word <laughs> I have so much to say on Darcy and Stacey. I don't really know where yeah. like to start with them, but I just, I just love, I, it's fun. Very rarely is it fun to see people who have wanted to be on reality TV so bad actually get it. Cause lots of times like on housewives, when <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> lots of times on housewives, when a housewife has clearly wanted this for so long, 
we're dealing the we're dealing with this with someone on Salt Lake City Housewives right now, where it's very clear that Jen Shaw has wanted to be on Housewives, and so she's there and she's just like, like like really trying to be like the housewife of all housewives, mm-hmm. but in the yeah. end, she's coming across like super disingenuous. Um, with Darcy and Stacy, it's so clear that this is their dream. Like, yeah. like on their vision board, like when the real, I'm sure they've auditioned for the real world like 20 times. Yeah, I would, and I, I would, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, you go, Kix. I was gonna say, I wouldn't be surprised if they've sent in applications for The Bachelor. Uh-huh. Oh my God, name it. <laughs> I bet you they would be like, I will gain 500 pounds to be on my 600 pound life. Like anything you want. <laughs> They become my exception again because, Tom, you and I have discussed that what you love in reality TV is when people know how to be good for it and make themselves good for it. And I want to be watching like a nest cam, basically, like in people's home. They no one has ever known they were on TV more than these two. (laughs) But I think it's because they're each other's only like they're really the only cast members. So we're just seeing them be like. I'm about to call Stacy and have an organic conversation <laughs> where I just say, I don't know about this boyfriend and I'm nervous and I'm going to do it in front of the whole family. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> right. But then we do get our good nest cam moments of like her, you know, walking down the aisle, AKA her apartment, like in quarantine <laughs> um, and almost lighting her dress on fire with all the tea candles like that. That was, mm-hmm. you can't write that. No, you or, and and they did not, and of that I'm certain. <laughs> and also them getting married in the wrong county and having to drive to another county <laughs> before midnight, oh God, like before midnight, as if she was going to turn into a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they had to, they did it secretly on the dad's uh, front door. <laughs> What's like hard for me that. about that show is the the daughters who are like, I just really want mom to like maybe stop. Just well, just someone who likes her would be like really great. <laughs> and it's like brutal. Yeah. They're it's so sweet. So brutal. They are so sweet. It is uh, lots of times I find on all of these shows, the crazier like the parents are on these shows, mm-hmm. sometimes the kids end up being super, super normal. Because, like, I think it's, like, they're, like, I cannot be, like, mom or dad. And in this situation, I mean, they are truly nothing like their mom, Darcy. Um, for the <laughs> no. best. They're, like, maybe a boyfriend <laughs> her age this time could be, like, a cool thing to just try out. <laughs> not, not our age. <laughs> not someone in my class. <laughs> right. Well, um, they're all, uh, her and uh, Georgie are still together. Wow. I actually didn't know that. And I don't believe it but i do well there was rumors that they got um they broke off their engagement and then they like posted this whole instagram thing of being like we're still engaged we love each other all this stuff so cheers cheers to darcy and georgie cheers to them (laughs) future guests on the pod hopefully that would be great i bet you she would say yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) i I bet you we could patch her into this zoom call right now honestly I think that is, yeah, I, that feels like a very realistic get to me. Right. If I just DM'd her in this moment and been like, hey, on on a Zoom call recording a pod, would you like to hop on? And she'd be like, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually a really good impression of her voice. Was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, thought so. I wasn't even trying to do an impression. <laughs> oh, I, f- I really felt it. Oh, thank you. 
Um, well, so we are going to get into uh, a fun little recap of 12 Dates of Christmas, which was an HBO Max reality show that was uh, produced by the producers of Love is Blind. Um, before we get to that, we're going to take a quick break uh, for you to watch that entire season so you can listen to the recap after that. OK, uh, we'll be back in one second with Rachel and Kicks. <laughs> Okay, and we are back with Rachel Belter slash Dibbin. Are you are you taking is it Dash or just Dibbin, right? I just took his name. Yep, that's what I thought. Rachel Dibbin. It's gonna take me a long time to get like Belter out of my mind. Yeah, I still am like half and half just because I don't remember all the time. Right. <laughs> so well sure. It wasn't if I'm not ago. remembering all the time, I definitely am not gonna be upset. If like you I have to change your name on my phone. I, I did. You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh. So, for, for those that don't know, so Rachel had a beautiful you. ceremony uh, in Brooklyn, uh, in Brooklyn Bridge Park in uh, September. It was beautiful. No, October. 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 October 17th. <laughs> yeah, little. I want to preface that it was little. Yes, of course. <laughs> listeners. It was five hundred people. Than- it we were we were actually in we were in Madison Square Garden. We like rented out Madison <laughs> Square Garden, and, and so Beth like, said no masks. No ma- mm-hmm. no 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 masks had to be left at the masks door. Masks are put, like like put the keys in the basket. Yeah. Put the masks in the basket and grab a mask. <laughs> <when> we <leave. laughs> We did a ritual burning of them outside before yeah. we went uh-huh. in to do, to do the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, so we are here for a holiday episode to talk about 12 dates of Christmas. I'm so excited to unpack this. We had quite the journey um, of finding the show, watching the show, and falling in love with this show, and falling out of love with this show, all of the above, you know? Yeah. So the premise so for those was- that don't know, because I, I'm assuming that most people listening to this have no idea what 12 Dates of Christmas is. I would love to get my hands on the uh, streaming numbers of how many people actually watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might just be the three of us. It could be. Well, Impact I can think of a couple her, other people yeah. that watched it because we were with them. But <laughs> Russell was there. Russ watched it. Russ loved mm-hmm. it. Yes. Big mm-hmm. fan. Big fan. Um, so the premise is we have three. We have a uh, cis straight man. We have a cis uh, straight woman. And we have a cis gay man. And uh, each of them kind of if you're if you're familiar with Bachelor in Paradise, it's a very similar format where they bring people into uh, the castle. Yes, you heard me. The castle in Austria. The Christmas in, castle. In, in yes, Christmas so, wait, time, quote unquote, which we'll get to I that do, in one second. Yeah, I do wait. want to mention that the castle was, the outside of it was filmed in Sound of Music. So it's like a famous castle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Important to note. <laughs> do you think Julie Andrews is happy about that? I think she's probably really thrilled. I bet mm-hmm. you she's a, she's a silent EP on this. That would be iconic, honestly. <laughs> I would be floored if she had any idea what this was. It's honest. same. <laughs> um, but so the premise is the the idea is that they bring they need to pick someone as they as the dates continue to come into the um castle they have to pick one person they want to bring home to their family which that whole plot line kind of gets confusing to me as it goes on but that's like the general (laughs) premise so what happens is like they'll be on a date with like one of the potential um suitors 
And like, for instance, the gay guy is on a date with this other guy and a snowman in snowman form starts like slowly inching towards them. And then out of the snowman pops like another gay that's like the next date. And then we have yeah, like, most of it, like when the new dates come in, it's always a gag. Like it, mm-hmm. it's always a bit not, like, not a gag, in, not like a I was gagged, like a gag is in the straight way the, gag. Yeah. I wasn't. I don't gagged think by anyone. My... No, I don't think no anyone one was gagged by it. Yeah. No. <laughs> and like someone um, popped out of a present. A present. There yes. were waiters that turned into their dates. <laughs> um, what? Oh, someone came in with a llama. Oh, <laughs> the pool one was really weird. <laughs> yeah, then there was someone like... just like going for a jog, which was yeah. pretty yeah. anticlimactic. And he was like, "Are yes. you lost?" And he was like, "I'm your next date." <laughs> <laughs> So let's kind of break down our leads. So we have Chad, who is the straight guy. Um, and then we have Faith, who is the straight woman. And then we have Garrett, who is the gay guy. Um, so let's start with Chad. Any any general thoughts on Chad? Chad? Okay, I think our hmm. friend Patrick really summed up Chad well when it was every single new person. He was like, are you my new girlfriend? Right. And I don't think there's any malice there, but I think he was truly overwhelmed. Like, I think he's the most... I'm going to say average in the real world. And so just all of these women coming in to date him was truly like, (laughs) he just couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yes. It was (laughs) Christmas magic to him. So he was like, I think you're gorgeous. And he'd like just said that to someone. (laughs) Um, I I don't think he's the brightest, but I think he was being Mm. himself. And I like that. He was. I really came around with Chad. Same. Mm-hmm. At first, I did not get it, and I still don't. But I do. <laughs> I do like ended up like liking him because in the end, he you can tell that he like genuinely adores and loves the person that mm-hmm. he brings home to um, his family for Christmas. So mm-hmm. something on that is I did look it up, and it was filmed this year in February, from February to March. Mm. So, so when you're so not Christmas, so, so not Christmas, which ends up being more fun to me because when they have to when they bring you they bring these people home for Christmas and their <laughs> homes are decorated, they come in with like presents, like yoga mats with a bow on it, and we're all they like, made oh my these God, Christmas. They it's like, made these families pretend it was Christmas and decorate their homes. Yes, they did, <laughs> and cook like a full meal. I like, but see when I watch it, my like. Before you told me that, like I knew that, like the way they were yeah. so unenthused, yeah. By um, like like I feel like if it was actually Christmas, them bringing these people home would have been a bigger deal, and there would have been like more family, there would have been more things to do, like especially oh god, the Louisiana gay family. It looked like no one had inhabited that house in years. <laughs> I know, and you can tell famously, the same- yeah. The families aren't good actors, so they're like "Merry Christmas!" Like they're like poking <laughs> at it, like it's, and there there are scenes where they're driving down the road and nothing's decorated. Like no, right, <laughs> right, also, yeah, like, absolutely. <laughs> I wonder if it was. I guess it was probably cold, like in Seattle and Michigan. Was that were they in Michigan, Wisconsin? I don't remember where Chad Chad's date was. You know. It, at first, I was like, oh, my God, it's not going to be cold. Like, that's going to be weird. But it was... It was cold. It just wasn't that cold. 
Yeah. Because they had like the top down in a Corvette. <laughs> and they're like, no, no. Christmas. <laughs> Wait, so um, next we had Faith, who's the no- another one of our leads. She's the straight woman uh, lead. Any thoughts on Faith? Do we like Faith? I do like Faith. I do. I had this yeah. similar, similar journey where I was like, I'm not sure I like her and then really liked her. Her name is also um, not Faith. What do you mean? Her name is Christian. <laughs> what? Her name is Christian. I, I, be, I think her middle name is Faith. Mm-hmm. But like her Instagram handle in her Instagram name is Christian. Yeah, it's I see it. Christian F. Fernandez. Is her... So I think like when she was cast, they were like, you're just going to go by Faith because it's like Christmas themed. Wait, that's really weird. Wait, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at this now. It's really it fucking odd. Yeah, her name's Christian Faith Fernandez. What I will say about Faith is, although I love her now, she does not immediately win you over because she is one of the most physically beautiful women like in the world probably and she starts off by saying she never gets hit on <laughs> and no one ever looks at her <laughs> and it's like okay. i forgot about that and she has on like this sparkly mini dress and she's gorgeous and she's like just like this will be like a really nice change to like have someone pay attention to me men <laughs> don't like, approach me at bars i think that's like, like almost the direct quote <laughs> right she like actively looks like like a long lost Kardashian sister. Like she's doing yes. fine. She's so and if no beautiful. one's approaching you, it's because you're unapproachable as a human being. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. I'm just like a wallflower. <laughs> so. just, she's not a wallflower. <laughs> she's probably just scary. <laughs> <laughs> I have the same theory yep. about myself that I, I like have mm. never really been picked up before at a bar because like, I think that I'm like, I'm frightening. <laughs> It's because you're beautiful, like Faith. Yeah. Yes. We have a very similar vibe. Yeah. Yes. You do. Um. So we also have our favorite contestant, mm. Garrett, the gay. Well, so Garrett, not to spoil anything, but we're going to because we ha- that's just what's going to happen. It's Garrett, just is what it is. <laughs> Garrett ends up taking no one home. And by no one, I mean everyone, because he, he ends up not picking any guys there. So, so Garrett has this guy, Jose. Yes, and Jose, Jose and Garrett definitely blew each other in a back room at a gay bar in New York because they said that they know each other, sort of. And then they were like, what happened when you met? And they're like, we talked about um, real estate. <laughs> it's like, you guys didn't meet. You guys just boned. Yeah. In a hazy like, bar, yeah. <laughs> you did not talk about real estate at a no, gay it's bar like, in New York. They actually probably have only seen dicks and not faces. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> they, <laughs> so he has this. He has this like heated romance with uh, Jose, and um, and then essentially, kind of out of nowhere, he drops Jose and uh, ends up not taking anyone home. So his whole deal that like he needs to unpack with a therapist I think is that he like when people like him he immediately is like I can't Mm -hmm. stand you like (laughs) he's like he's but it's it's sorry the whole series it's like he really has he likes these guys and he's like oh I like how strong they came on and then like two minutes later they're like I think I'm like having feelings for you and he's like in confessionals like i just don't like him that but like like, 
I, I don't think he really knows how to treat people. Mm, yeah. Like, he also think he just like wants to be ready and he's not ready. No, he's and not. And I think that's okay. And I think like just date. But I think he so desperately wants to be like, see, mom, being gay can mean having a partner. And of course it can. But he's not ready to have a partner right now, I don't mm-hmm. think. I just think, I think sometimes when someone is so pretty, especially a man, that there, when someone is so fit, so pretty, it's like, sometimes I think to myself, I'm like, your first love is this. And granted, mm-hmm. like our first love should be ourselves. Like we should appreciate ourselves. And I, it's not, that's not what I'm, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that, but like, like, I just think his first love is taking care of his body, like his work, his everything. And I don't think that like he's available to have someone. Yeah. I don't think he was like the best pick for the lead. And they kind of mentioned yeah. that in the um, reunion that one of the guys was like, we were way more invested in this than you were. Mm-hmm. Corey said that. Who Corey, he yeah. did something similar to Jose. He met Corey yes. and was like, Corey is really handsome and was like all about him and kissed him. And then Jose showed up and he was like, I just like don't know why Corey's obsessed with me. And it's like, right. well, you told him you saw a future with him about 35 minutes ago. So <laughs> he's he's a gay fuckboy. Like he knows, like he, he <laughs> and seriously, like he, he comes across better because like he's gay and he, he is nice presenting, but like in the end, he's a fuckboy. Like that's essentially mm-hmm. fuckboy actions, you know? I mean, this is uh not to give away the ending, but we're doing that. At the reunion. They give away that he brings home everyone for Christmas. And then Jose again is like, I, can I kiss you? I really like you. And watching it, you're like, Jose, come on, man. Like have some, have some self-esteem. And they reveal at the reunion that he like, they had sex. They hooked up before. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucked up. But before the Mm -hmm. quote unquote Christmas in his family's hometown, like at the hotel. It's so fucked up. So I, I have a uh, feeling that, wait, what was, what's the man, man's name who, Corey? Yes. Corey Mm -hmm. was the first guy. I have, I have a, so they got picked up for season two, everyone. This came out (gasps) today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) How exciting. (laughs) Rachel, see you on the pod next year. (laughs) This time next year. This time next year. No, but, um. I have a theory that Corey, they're going to make Corey the um, lead. Yes. I would love that. Well, fun fact, Corey is Shangela's personal trainer. Yes. And Shangela hosted the reunion. How crazy. I bet you he got that gig set up. I'm sure we will talk about the reunion, but I just want to say there's one moment of the reunion that made my heart like burst because it is so clear that Corey invested in this so fully and really came into it looking for love. And Corey and Shangela are very close and Garrett said something about Corey where he was like, I mean, in some ways, Corey, something to the effect of you're so handsome. How can anyone not want it to work with you? And Shangela looked at Corey and winked like, see, baby, like it's, it's you're so handsome. And it really like their friendship really came through for mm-hmm. a moment. And I thought it was so mm-hmm. sweet. Friendship, friendship love really gets you, Rachel. It does, man. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a little wink. And I was like, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So some of the girls I just want to talk about because, I mean, there's only like two girls in my mind that are really like worth talking about. Everyone else is pretty like in and out. But of course, the girl that he chooses and is 
spoiler alert, still pro- like engaged to. He's still proposed to, to, is what you're about to say. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so still I'm talking proposing. about Chad now. Yeah. Um, so Chad she, and Kate. Yes, Chad and Kate. I loved her. I thought loved. she was so like unique and despised <laughs> her hair in the reunion. <laughs> despised her hair in the reunion, but I love her. I don't yeah. know. I thought it was a choice. <laughs> and, the, and it was. She looked a she was trying to pull up like a Stacy London white streak, you know, yeah. like how Stacy London and what not to wear would have like has that like natural gray. It was yes. like that look oh, yeah. but didn't look quite as But she's uh, not fly. as like tr- her fashion sense is not that trendy for no. her to pull up that hair, I don't think. But I do also want to talk about um the last girl that came in, Chelsea. Who's a living nightmare. If there's someone that I would love to see Rachel stuck on a deserted island with and cameras be (laughs) propped up and ready and recording, it's Chelsea. I don't even know what I would do. She was such... Okay, talk about someone who knew they were on TV. I don't know if anything that came out of her mouth was true. She was like, I collect boyfriends. I was like, you are I believe that. I don't. I, like, yes. I think she was being honest. Which the is gag, scary. though. Okay, the gag of all of this. Speaking of gags, is that Chelsea has like has like three thousand followers on Instagram. I thought that she would have like twenty. She like looks like just an influencer that went on the show for more followers. Like Kate, there are other people in here that have like ten thousand followers because this this article say, we're looking yeah. at like shows their followers. She has three thousand mm-hmm. followers. As someone who has like three hundred, that still you know seems like yeah, a lot to me. Like but <laughs> no, three thousand is a lot for like normal standards. Like but me. like for someone for like drama therapists, like that's a lot. I get it. But like for <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, what I'm saying is like someone who essentially she's essentially like showing up like she's an influencer and she has like no following yes, on Instagram she's is kind of in like, like everyone should know me. I'm like I'm laughing. Mm. <laughs> well. This was my favorite part about Kate, and it has to do with this um, demon. She came and got in the hot tub with Chad and was like, I collect boyfriends. Beep, beep, beep. Like, was so awful. And he was so sad because no one has ever been looking for love harder than Chad. And he goes up to his room and Kate, who he ends choosing, comes into the room and she just starts asking him these questions, which is like all he wanted to talk about. She's like, "Well, what's your favorite cereal?" Yeah, and they're like, like, "He's like, what's your favorite color?" <laughs> and We're- that's they're on the same page there. That's what they want to talk about is is Captain Crunch. I still think we didn't yes. get like enough conversation about the fact that two of our leads like tried to hook up. Yeah, they talk about it because I think that. They talk about it a little bit, like, in the vacation episode, which was the 11th date, I think. Or was that the 12th? That was the 12th date. No, that was the 12th date, yeah. Yeah. And I think they, like, were... They make it seem like it was just, like, they were caught up in the moment. And, like, she did not want... uh, Faith did not want to kiss him. Like, she was, like... She was, like, yeah, it just kind of, like, happened. And I wasn't, like, super about it. No, Faith suggested it, didn't she? She initiated it. Yeah. She's the one who pulled him outside. Yeah. Oh. I rewatched yeah. episode one today to prepare. Oh, thank and you. And she pulls, yeah, <laughs> she pulls him outside <laughs> and he, oh, this is something I wanted to bring up, pin in my brain. Okay. But she brings him outside and 
he's like, can I kiss you? And she's like, go for it. After saying approximately six seconds before I would never kiss on a first date and they weren't even on a first date. But what I wanted to give this show like a little brief kudos for, which is not the most fun reality trash thing, but they really, really make consent sexy and very like much a part of the show. There's a lot of like, Mm -hmm. can I kiss you happening? And I thought that they did it. I just thought it was like very kind of lovely. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I also think something else they did very well is uh, race was just like uh, every race got to be involved, you know? I mean, not every Mm -hmm. race, but like, I just mean like it was so like inclusive, inclusive, equal opportunity. And there wasn't much talking about it until something that really pissed Uh, me off at the reunion. One of the like douchey white guys was like, um, she didn't there like some, me because of she like, didn't like I'm, me she, yeah he was I like was look too around pale. Yeah, yeah. yeah he said i'm too pale for her and like then and then he was like you could tell they cut things out of it like he said i'm too pale and he's like look at look at like he named the other white guys in the room and he and he was like did she have any interest in blank blank and me i don't think so and it's like okay yeah, that's he was like, really look at what literally the racist in common. yeah it was bad yeah that was really weird Shangela did, Shangela did a good recovery job of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shangela she it, like, needs playful. to, yeah. Shangela needs to be a host more. She was yes. so good. Like, I mean, obviously she hosts, she's a drag queen. She hosts shows. Like that's what she does. But I'm saying right. like in like a television format like this, she's so, I mean, I love, she's one of my favorite Queens from drag race. I love her so much. She's so good on we're here and I just love her. She yeah. also, well, fun fact about this show that we haven't mentioned to all of the viewers who haven't seen it, which is, or all which of the is listeners who listening. haven't seen it, which is, <laughs> which is everyone, I imagine, um, except my mom, <laughs> is there's no host. So for season two, like, what a great opportunity. Why doesn't Shangela host the whole time? Oh, yeah. Mm. I did like Natasha as like the MC. Yeah, yeah that was really fun. fun. I did. So speaking of that, I thought it was weird that on the vacation episode, like Garrett was there being the host. <laughs> like he can't like you know what I mean? Yes. He like Wait, was at the Natasha dinner and like, so do you love it? for him? Oh, oh love I see her. what you're saying. Yeah. And Natasha like dubbed over and was like, mm-hmm. So he's taking my job? Like obviously it was a joke. I think that but- was a self I think that was a promotion he gave himself. I don't know that he was tasked with that. And it's something I don't want for him in the future. A host. <laughs> no. I do. I liked him being there because I thought it was like funny that he was there and had no like date, I guess. But I don't know. I feel so like he stirred the pot. Not appreciate something no. we really, something we really need to jump into. Speaking of Garrett, so for in Garrett's storyline, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but um, he falls. Well, sort of. This guy Jose falls for him. And um, Garrett just kind of realizes after Jose does a full love actually like po- like a poster board reenactment, reenactment, reenactment yes. decides like essentially in that moment that he doesn't want to be with him, which is pretty upsetting. And yes. uh, he decides yeah. that he wants to be with someone who told him on the first day of arrival. His name's Dominic. Dominic told Garrett on the first date they were on essentially in the castle that he was not interested. Yet Garrett continues to pursue him for the entirety of this series. So what pissed me was- off the most about that was that he blames it on Jose. Yeah, he's like, yeah. it's because Jose loved me so much that my true love Dominic will give me a chance. And Dominic's it was like, so- no, 
Dominic wasn't, he didn't even, like, when Garrett invited everyone to come for Christmas, which I thought was, like, fun, I guess. But Dominic didn't even show up. Which I found to be so rude. Yeah. I'm like, but that's what Garrett liked. Like, that's why he kept him around, because he was like, I am so attracted to this person that literally wants nothing to do with me. I don't know that I felt like it was rude because he had looked him in the eyes and said, I don't want to be with you. And he was like, I just think, try again. And I think for him, he was like, I need to just fucking totally ghost this guy. Or I know. I just, I feel like if you're, if like the producers are like, okay, so the entire cast is going to Louisiana to film a Christmas scene there. Like, can you come? Like, you should just be like, yeah, of course. I felt like by the end, he was incredibly uncomfortable. (laughs) Well, the whole cast, when, like, Garrett kept him, they were like, their faces were disgusted. They were like, wait, what the fuck? When he sent Jose home over him. They were like, you're an idiot. Yeah, I, I I think Jose is so sweet too. too. Jose will find someone. I'm I'm not worried about him. I'm not worried about him either. He's very handsome and very sweet. Yes, I agree. You know, I love what Shandel. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I I was just going to say we haven't talked about the person Tom, who you said was not meant for print. (laughs) Chad, (laughs) not not Chad. What's his name? Um, what's his name? Let me find him. Anthony. No, no. Anthony's he? good for prime time. <laughs> Sean? No, 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 no. Kevin? Is it Kevin? Kevin that Zach- alcoholic? Zachary. Zach. No. Yes. Wait, Zachary's going to work, sir. He's the one who jumps out of the present and then tells Garrett within a day of meeting that, <laughs> that he's, he's shit like has diarrhea. On. Oh my god! How could I forget that? He literally was like, I have a funny story about coffee. He's like, coffee. I can't fucking do coffee because guess what? Rumors are true. It makes you shit. He was like, I was on an espresso tasting and I had a sip and I shit my freaking pants. <laughs> also, like, like they had I want to unpack a couple things minutes. because it's like, it's not like he was like, espresso gives me hives like that's like like hives would be like shocking because it'd be like that's not something i ever have heard of with like espresso giving but the idea of espresso making someone shit is like right you were on an (laughs) you were on an espresso tasting tour and you shit your pants like yeah i mean that sounds about right Mm -hmm. i mean also like is that a thing I mean, yeah, I imagine. Not shitting. I'm talking espresso tasting. That sounds awful to me. I think it was for work. He made it sound like it was like they had to do this for a client or something. I had to do that working in a restaurant. We had to like make a bunch of lattes. Um, I didn't drink all of them as it seems our (laughs) friend chose to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the reaction on Garrett's face in that moment is one of my favorite ones. He was like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> so what a horrible thing to talk about on the first moment you meet a stranger on a mm-hmm. dating show. Wait, so I have a fun yeah. a fun little um, game I'd like to play with everyone. A little okay. story time I'd like to play with everyone. Okay. In honor of 12 Dates of Christmas, I would like for all of us to just kind of talk through some of our worst oh, dates. Oh, God. Some of our worst, like, first dates. I know I'm, I know I'm springing this on everyone here, but okay, I, I feel okay. like I feel like everyone here has some something to talk about, you know? 
I, to be totally, oh, okay. I have one. Okay, go. I was going to say, to be totally honest, I've never, honestly, I've never really had that bad of a first date. I also, like, didn't really date a lot in college or um, really in high school. But I did went on, I went on this date with, it was kind of like a, we were trying to, like, force something that just, like, wasn't it. Our, like, friend, it was, like, guy friends, girlfriends, we were, like, Two, a couple of them were like dating so we like wanted to be dating just like everyone else in the circle mm-hmm. and this was like in high school like uh, junior year I think but it was just like we went to get ice cream and it was so awkward we didn't like I talked the whole time because I can talk to anyone for an extended period of time but I guess like it just like wasn't it. It was not it. We were trying to force something just to be like a part of the group, and there was nothing really embarrassing that happened. I don't have like a, a crazy, crazy first date story, but okay. it was at Coldstone. Love a Coldstone. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I have a well, well, one that comes to mind for me, Tom. I feel like you have one in mind for me. Well, I would like for you to tell the Sonia Morgan one. <gasps> oh, that didn't even occur. I've had so many bad first dates. This is a hard you can question tell a for me. Well, I went on, I won't use names um, because I don't want to get in trouble, but I went on a date with a like pretty well-known New York restaurateur's son. It was, it, she went with. on a date with Emerald Lagasse, Rachel and Emerald. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Tom, I wasn't going to use names. I thought you were about to say his name. I was like, Tom, she literally just said not to say it. I thought he was too. I was like, what the hell? Um, anyway, I'm on this date. I'm pretty I'm uncomfortable. Sorry, I'm just about you and Emerald. What, what's and Emerald? Bam! Honestly, that probably would have been better than this. No, this date is good though. We so we're on this date it's like is it a date is it not a date we matched on tinder but we grew up together so it was like are we just hanging out i don't know it became it felt like a date he like knew the whole staff he took me to one of his dad's restaurants we got like a million oysters and these like nice cocktails and i was poor (laughs) so i really indulged in my cocktails i was swiftly approaching a blackout and he goes oh my friends are over here and he pulls me to this booth and it's Sonia <laughs> now it's me and this guy and Sonia and I'm I mean from my memory of it a teenager on a date with her and she is the only person as drunk as I am and I was like my friend Tom loves you and she was like that's awesome <laughs> It's like okay. <laughs> oh, Sonia, I love her so much. Um, and then I um, and then I hooked up with him that night. Um, and then I don't think we ever spoke again. <laughs> so <laughs> that was the end of the road. <laughs> but the real worst first date I ever went on was with a guy who came into my bar my first year in New York. He was I was a bartender, and he came and sat at the bar. And he was a secret service agent in town for the UN conference. (laughs) I was telling him that I was like 
eating ramen noodles and again my poverty keeps coming up which is fun um, <laughs> you keep bringing it up this, time. <laughs> it was, this is all in the same time frame when i was like a big dater i think it yeah. was like to get free dinner <laughs> right yeah but, yeah i get it um so he was like i want to take you out for a nice dinner later and i was like okay and we went out and we had all of this nice food and all these nice drinks and i hooked up with him also um and in the middle of the night, I went to the bathroom and on his, uh, like, the sink was a gun and a taser <laughs> and his uh-huh. wedding ring. <gasps> and I went flying into the other room and I was like, are you married? And he was like, wait, I that. Never mm-hmm. heard this. Really? Oh, it gets so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you married? And he was like, you knew that. And I was like, for what? Like telepathy? You didn't tell me. <laughs> you weren't wearing the ring. And he was like, of course I'm married. And I was like, why is that an of course? I'm not married. <laughs> what? And so I was like, I have to go. And I, but I couldn't because it was the middle of the night. So he got me a different hotel room in his hotel that I stayed in to be like chivalrous. I'm putting that in quotes for all quotes, the listeners. Yeah. Um, and then it's kind of a fly like, move. Yeah. But then he started, he was like, well, I still want to like do all the New York city stuff we were going to do together. Like we talked about spending time together while he was in New York. He was like, I still want to like go on a carriage ride and go on a show. And I was, I ignored him because he's married. Right. And he then started like using his, whatever access he has to private information to send me like my mom's address and be like, well, I don't think your mom at this address would care to know like what you did after just meeting me. And I was like, jokes on you. My mom would be totally fine with it. But like, (laughs) this is (laughs) fucked up. Yeah. It's bad. Blackmail me into seeing him. It's like you have more blackmail on him. Yeah. Well, and that's why I ended up saying, I was like, you gave me your card. I could just call your office and be like, hey, tell this guy's wife that whatever. That's anyway. Yeah, that's that's that is scary. (laughs) It wasn't great. (laughs) Wait, but did Sonia Morgan show up again at any point? No, she was just on the one date. But you (laughs) know that that was not my only housewife encounter. Right, right, right. Correct. Yes. I was working at also a bar when um a few of the housewives of new york came in to shoot a segment on their kentucky derby party (laughs) it's like every housewife has had had a 20s flapper dress party in a kentucky Mm -hmm. derby party yeah Mm -hmm. they came in to learn to make um a mint julep (laughs) Mm, that's nice at like, truly 10 not, o'clock in the morning <laughs> that's okay <laughs> yeah it is okay wait be okay sure wait so my day i have i have a date story mm. so um <laughs> <laughs> what kicks what i hope to god you're gonna tell the right one <laughs> i'm gonna tell the right one trust me okay <laughs> um so i got this is like the only it wasn't a blind date, but it was like a setup. It's like the only setup I've ever been on before. And we, we met. So this, this guy and I met at a mutual friend's party and, um, we didn't even talk much at all. Just, it was sort of like a introducing each other. Like he 
introduced me to him and whatever. And then like, we didn't talk much. And my, my friend was like, I really want to set you guys up. Like he's, he's into you. And I'm like, well, I'm sort of going through a breakup right now. Like I'm not totally ready to like jump into something. Um, but I'll let you know when I'm ready. And so a couple months later, I was like, okay, hey, like I'm, I'm kind of out there dating. I would love to like kind of follow through with the setup. He's like, great. And so like he gives me his number. We start talking and um, my friend posts on his Insta story like we well, first of all, this guy and I like get a date set up. We're like, okay, we're going to we're going to meet up, have dinner on this night. And um, my friend on his Insta story one night was like out with this guy that I was going to go on a date with. And um, he was like tagging him and all these things. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's on his Instagram. And so I go to his Instagram and he's private and I click to follow. And I know some people think that this is like like day class a for me i'm like i'm public on ins- i'm public on instagram like you can see everything yeah. about me like i think i should be able to see everything about you we've also been talking like i don't think it's like that weird to follow you each have other. a mutual friend like yeah yeah i don't think and it's weird it's not like a bumble date and i followed him on instagram it's like someone we like <laughs> we've met in person briefly and yeah so this this becomes important later um so we end up going on a date and uh the date happens he picks like the worst date location. I'm not going to say it cause I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want him to ever hear this. <laughs> um, but he picks this like worst possible date location. It's like so expensive, so loud. And I get there and I'm already like, Oh, I'm not feeling this. And so we like split some, we split like a pitcher of margaritas. We're drinking and he just gets like drunk really, really fast. And so we're, and I'm like not drunk at all. And we're just like talking and he's just being super open about things. And we talk about our like experience with dating apps. And so I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I, I like, I'm not a big like scruff and grinder person because like, I just like, I want to like talk to someone a little bit more before I just like have sex with them. And he's like, yeah, something like I really don't like is like when people follow me on Instagram without actually meeting me. <laughs> yeah. I remember this tape. And I'm like, I'm literally like crawling under the table at this point, like so mm-hmm. scared because I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. he's talking about me. He's we're going me. there. Yeah. And then we just like skate we're, over the conversation. <laughs> we skate over the conversation and then like, like we just kind of like move past it. I'm like, maybe he wasn't talking about me. I don't know. And so first of all, at this point, at this point he had not accepted my follow request. Okay. So the the conversation goes on. He talks a lot about, we talk a lot about my dog, which this also is going to come back into like importance in a second and about kind of like my life and my friends and all that stuff. Um, and there's a dull in the conversation and he goes, um, by the way, like a couple minutes ago, I just want to tell you that like when I was talking about when I hate when people follow me on Instagram without actually knowing me, I was talking about you. <laughs> just to like really double down on this. <laughs> To which I'm like, check, please, like, get me out of here. (laughs) And and at this point, so he, so, but then he goes, he goes, I was talking about you, but, but just to be real, like, I have been stalking you on Instagram for the past couple months. And I'm like, okay, what? So you can stalk me. And also, this is after he acted shocked when I told him all these things about my life that he obviously knew via my Instagram. Like, right. he acted surprised when I had a dog. When it's like, you knew that. You've been stalking me on Instagram. Like, there's all of these, like, signs that, like, he was lying. And <laughs> I'm like, get me out of here. And so we are trying to get the check. We're trying to get the check. And, yeah, the 
though we finally get someone and we're just like trying to make conversation still to like get through the rest of the night and he's like what tattoos do you have and i'm like okay well i have like i am showing i have like five tattoos so i'm like showing him the tattoos and like what they mean and everything and I show him the tattoo on the outside of my arms, which I have this tattoo on the outside of my arms for uh, my dad. And uh, it's the lullaby my dad would sing to me when I was a baby, which was Nature Boy. And um, so the line is, uh, the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. And I tell him about that tattoo. And what I say to him is, everyone asks me about it and I they always think it's a Moulin Rouge tattoo because the song's in Moulin Rouge but like I would never get a Moulin Rouge tattoo like that's so tacky and awful and then there's just this like silence in the conversation he goes I have a Moulin Rouge tattoo (laughs) (laughs) proceeds to lift up his shirt and there is an elephant the size of my foot and it's has lyrics on the elephant love medley like wrapped around it where is it like is it on his chest no it's on on his his side side, like on his rib rib cage side what are the chances what are the fucking chances i will say you live and you learn you won't ever say that i always say i I have a story so no No, i'll say it again because guess what if you have a moulin rouge tattoo we're not dating yeah, I get that. I will say, Tom, I have, I don't think that your follow request was bad. I have a friend who was going on a Bumble date and he found his date on Facebook um, just through like some real sleuthing. Um, but they had not exchanged last names. Like it was through some detective work Aww. and they sort of looked alike. And he accidentally tagged himself in this man's profile picture. Oh my God. <laughs> like, this is me. I am here. <laughs> and he texted him and he goes, it's fine. We don't have to go on the date. <laughs> Just know like, it's going to be canceled. Yeah. That's pretty don't worry. <laughs> No worries. I'm just going to like, yeah, end it here. I would love <laughs> to hear, I, I would love to hear the listeners sound off in the comments about um, if following pre-date is bad or not. I don't think so, in my I don't opinion. think so either. I don't think so either. I think we're all, like, kidding ourselves if we think people aren't doing that. Yeah. Or even like, looking, like, looking if it's a public yeah. profile. Yeah. Right. And on most of these dating apps, you have to, like, share that profile anyway, so I, I don't know. Right, true. But once I again, I can tell you, I setup. wish I'd looked up that secret service agent before my date. Well, there you go. Would have would have saved me some crazy <laughs> days ahead. <laughs> Wait, so to wrap up twelve dates of Christmas, um, yes. the end result we have, um, Garrett once again ends up with no one. Garrett's um, one. We have Faith and Anthony. We don't really Which, talk about Anthony very much, but Anthony so, is. Um, go ahead, kicks. Um, Anthony is a detective in New York. Um, she, Faith lives in L.A. They so again this like timeline wise it is important to know they filmed this like in february march of this year the reunion was filmed like maybe a couple weeks maybe a month ago so like they kind of broke up even though they were like trying to make long distance work but i don't really blame them like i get that they're like i i rather them be safe and be like we're not seeing each other because of I don't want to get on a plane and right. risk COVID. Yeah. Like why would faith move to New York in March? Like it, March, 2020. Yeah. Like that sounds awful. Like I don't blame her. I mean, I, yeah. we were all here during all of that. And but like, what is 
fucked up is that she is you can tell that she's like way more invested than he is mm-hmm. like she posted it's, something on instagram today i, I just uh, saw that it's like my best friend and things like that right yeah like it's talking about how she's like they're gonna make this work and all this stuff and i'm not and what's shady on the in the reunion they like film a couple people in the bathroom like talking shit about them. <laughs> <laughs> Corey. Um, like maybe unpopular opinion i kind of agree with the bathroom people not the tact of the moment but like i totally agree with them she was ready to move to new york and it was really obvious and he was like i'm just gonna like need her to be able to move here and then she was like anthony i'm ready i'm ready to move and he was like i just don't think i'm there and it was like i what like yeah like why are you telling me these things i get it i yes i see where she is upset but i also see like and i see why he's being a douche i'm not like defending him i just think like i think things would have been a lot different hadn't the pandy happened yeah. i also think maybe he's like a normal adult who's like this is yeah. very fast yeah yeah right I, I i don't i don't think he's an asshole i think i think it's just the situation no. you know yeah um but then we have uh garrett once again didn't have anyone uh but then chad <laughs> and <laughs> chad and kate end up getting engaged and they're still together i'm so they're happy still for them engaged and he's and moving to chicago mm-hmm. i actually think they're the real deal i texted tom about this just to fill the listeners in and said are they so awkward that it just feels horrifying to watch or is it fake and and i think they're very awkward but very yes. sweet there's they're, they're yes. both so they're just cheese balls both of them mm-hmm mm-hmm and, and like he actually you can see on his face like when she walked in he was and when he, she he was talking about her he was so ecstatic yeah, yeah she's just her. like his mom yes. yes yes exactly like when they were getting to know each other she was like i'm like we're a lot alike it's crazy <laughs> like yeah that's how that works (laughs) they're like we're both cheerleaders we both love kitten sweaters i was like awesome you guys oh and then another couple to come out of the show um the alcoholic man and then what's her face oh but they're not they're not together or anything no but in the reunion she, she was like yeah we like chat all the time she's a she's a looney tune and then she was like, but I'd never like move for him. <laughs> I was like, I'm Her, honestly Skylar glad to hear you Kevin. say that. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin hated him. Didn't wasn't sad to see him. Go. No, no, not at all. <laughs> when he was blacked out eating that pizza, he really lost me. Sure. And she was like, I really like she was trying to hook up with him. And he's like, I just want bro time. <laughs> and then she like, started no, crying. I want a dick. <laughs> no, and, yeah. he, and he's like, I want to fuck you like when I'm blackout. Like I want to fuck mm-hmm. you after I get blackout yeah, with my bros. We talked about it at the reunion. He was like, "Yeah, I was just trying to finish my drinks and finish my pizza, and then was gonna go upstairs." <laughs> Duh. Duh. I do get the impression it had been hours, though. <laughs> Abs- I'm nodding my head, viewers. Yes. yes. <laughs> um. So I would give Twelve Dates of Christmas a solid. I'll give it like a a, a B minus. I think in terms of reality television, As I suggest Pat watching Regan it. Says if you give it a B minus, you might as well give it an A plus. Right. Right. Because like, <laughs> if it's if it's so bad, then it becomes good. Yes. I would give it an A plus. I love it. I can't wait. I honestly It's an easy watch it. for everyone who's trapped like in apartments for this weird holiday season. Like please just like turn this on while you're like doing a puzzle. It's 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 a very fun watch. 
pour yourself a mimosa. It gets you through your Sunday morning. It's, it, so it's quite delightful. Oh, Tom, can I say my favorite quote before we leave this? Yes. Absolutely. In one of, when they find out, because there's no hosts, they have this advent calendar house that tells the three leads what to How do. How do we not even talk about this? Yes. And like right. a jingle bell goes off and they're like, it's the advent calendar. Mm-hmm. And they run and read it. And it says the same thing every time, which is like, you have to get rid of one of your dates. It's they like only really the should cards. ever have two. Yeah. The date cards on Bachelor or Bachelorette. They should only really have two dates. And so when they get up to three, they have to like choose one to leave. Um, and to instead of a rose ceremony, they have a present ceremony where they give yes. them a Christmas gift. So anyway, at the first one where they have to eliminate someone, Faith, <laughs> the lead woman, finds out she has to eliminate someone. And one of the men says, like, just so you know, guys, like, this isn't easy for us. Like, I hope you can give us some space. Like, we really care about all of you. And she looks at the two <laughs> men next to her and she goes, I do not envy us right now. <laughs> It's like, what do you not envy about you being on a dating show, having men swoon over you? Does it make any sense? But also, like, you can't, you can't envy yourself. I don't envy us, right? (laughs) So I will say that for the rest of my life, and I'm grateful to this show for that. Famously, Rachel did. I'm going to say Rachel, but also us watched it Mm -hmm. twice in a weekend. The first two, three episodes. We did. We did do that two times over. Well, and I've already revealed to our fans, Kicks, that I have started it for a third time. <laughs> so It's that good, y'all. It's that good. Yes. Um, okay, so we're going to take a quick break and come back with our final segment here at Dumpster Dive. Uh, we'll talk to you guys in one second. Okay, and we are back uh, with our final segment here at Dumpster Dive. Once again, we are here with uh, Rachel Dibbon, uh, famed drama therapist. Totally. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Rachel knows because she listens to the pod, but we like to wrap up in a fun little segment where we talk about whether we think each other would be good on reality television or not, or where they would be and all those things. Um, So we'll start with our read on you, Rachel, and then we will wrap Mm -hmm. up with your thoughts on the two of us. Okay. Cannot wait. Um, I'll start. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's honest, which I like. I don't know. And the reason I don't know is because like you're very emotional and I just don't want you to like, I I don't want it to be an upsetting experience for you. (laughs) (laughs) Like you don't want to, you definitely don't want to be a part of the drama. Like you're not going to want to fight with people. Mm -mm. But then like, in a situation i'm trying to think of like other shows like like in in an amazing race show i'm not sure i think you you and nathan might not succeed in (laughs) that format together that's a no (laughs) i'm saying no for you to go on a i don't think reality competition is like your um aesthetic i think you're smarter than I don't know if I'm supposed to comment on it. You can. It's a podcast. I will say I can see Nathan and I on The Amazing Race as one of those couples that ends up being funny where whenever they get to a roadblock, the like in uh, heteronormative couples, when the woman's like, okay, baby, you got this one again. (laughs) Right, sure. I see that. Like in viewing every challenge. Yes. And I'm like, I can't read the map and I can't drive, but let's hit it. 
<laughs> like I can see us being like fun for TV and mm-hmm. like enjoying it, but like not winning. <laughs> <laughs> sure. See, I like. I think that you would be fun at because I know you're a great bartender. I think that you would be fun, like on as like a background character on a reality TV show, like mm-hmm. uh, like the the bar that they always go to. You're always the bartender because you like make them laugh and you make a strong ass drink. I'm here for that. Yeah. <laughs> so the cast's bartender. <laughs> to clarify. No, that's not what I mean. I mean like on like Vanderpump or something like that where there's people who are on camera a lot but they don't have like confessionals or they're not a part of the drama. They're just like there and like they're friends with everybody. They're like not they're a friend of kind of. <laughs> okay. Why did I get more shade for my answer than you saying your answer? <laughs> no, it just I'm not giving like... you shade. I don't just you guys, I don't think I should be on reality TV. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I'm I'm not I'm not nervous about talking to you about that. I just think the kicks is skirting you know around this it is a little my bit. Dream. <laughs> don't disappoint me. <laughs> I'm just the way Kix is describing it, it's like a scene of a reality show and Rachel's like over and far left, like making a martini and being like, hey. which like at that point you're essentially just saying she shouldn't be on it as a reminder i've already done (laughs) you've done it yes yes (laughs) no i think i could be like a like a losing team on the amazing race but like one that everyone like rooted for because they're nice um and and i think that that's that's it for me okay any thoughts on the two of us rachel yeah, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, <laughs> no, not really. I mean, nothing <laughs> that I don't think you guys already know, but I'll just say it from my own voice anyway. Um, in one of the first episodes of this podcast, Tom said, "Kicks that you should be on like a Nailed It. And I haven't been able to stop thinking about how much I would love that, which you probably don't love. I love it. It would make my dreams come true to see you. I mean, I Nicole Byer also is like dream guest of the pod. So Nailed It, we we speak yes. in the highest regard. I do yes. think, I think I would be incredible on Nailed It or a yeah. show like that because I am not competitive at all. Mm-hmm. But like, I think that I would be funny as like a person on a competition, low stakes competition show. For yes. that reason, yes. Mm-hmm. Kix, I also think you and I would both thrive in, like, an extreme home makeover situation where, like, we are the people who, like, have their home made over. <laughs> you and I, in the, when we get married. <laughs> in our, in the home that we build together. We, we share, yes. So you, you just want a, a home makeover. <laughs> I just mean because we're so emotional. I right. think we're good candidates for, like, yes. a reveal. Yes. I, like, the way the you said it, it was like, I think, we're, I think we're good candidates for people to, like, do things for us. I'm putting that into the universe, Tom. Ask for what you want. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would love... No, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I have no shame about that. Tom, um, <laughs> you, I mean, you know the answer. I do think you would be good on, on truly anything. I do think I would love to see you on like a survivor mm-hmm. because I think you would be so good, especially at like the alliances. Yeah. Mm-hmm, I just think you're definitely. very good at... But I don't think you would be, like, a sneaky, like, asshole person on them. I just think you're very good at, like, building community very quickly um, and 
and in a strong way. And I think people really trust you as a leader um, because you're good at it. So I think that you could do really well on something like that. I also think, I mean, I'm like no expert, but I do think you would be great on like a housewives style show because you will like be in the drama, but not in a way where you're toxic. Like you'll like engage and you'll be like, this is how we're going to solve it. And like, I don't know, you're a public, you're a public figure. (laughs) Am I? Okay. I think so. (laughs) Well, thank you, Rachel. Thank you. I mean, Survivor's my dream. If anyone here is listening to a producer, um, send, send them this, please. I want to be on the show. But I just feel, I feel like you're the center of, um, of many like circles of people and you bring people together. And I think that that's what those shows really are about. And you're loyal too. So I think that's Mm -hmm. like a good quality on like, um... uh, I'm loyal, but I cannot keep a secret. No, but right, which is that, good for reality TV. Which is good it for is. It lends yes. itself good to Survivor too, because I can like mm-hmm. you know be a little sneaky. You're like, oh my god, Karen! I would never. It's you and I forever. And then, <laughs> and then you, I like literally like, like look over my shoulder, like what this bitch just said. She just found an immunity <laughs> idol. Everybody, <laughs> Karen literally just found. She's it, gonna so. throw the challenge. <laughs> Well, Rachel, it was so nice having you on the pod today. Oh, what a thrill. Thank you so much for letting Can, me be the Christmas episode. It's so episode. perfect. Yes, of it's course. so perfect. You're the holiday queen. So, <laughs> Yes, happy so holidays much. to everyone. And Rachel, let everyone know where they can follow you and find you on Instagram. Oh my God, I literally don't know my own handle. <laughs> um, I think it's Rachel underscore Dibbon. Yeah, That's right. That. That's right. That's what it is. Wow, I am great at social media, so I look forward to all of your follows. <laughs> well, we will have Rachel on in a year from today. Talking <laughs> about season two. To talk season of, two. I keep calling it twelve. I keep calling it holidays, but that's not it. That's it's not it. Twelve, 12 days, days of Christmas. Of Christmas. Um, but uh, once again, uh, you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet. You can follow Kicks at Kicks Hamlet C I X. Yes, and uh, Dumpster Dive Pod is our Instagram handle. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast on all platforms, and uh, have a happy holidays. We'll be back next week with more episodes. Uh, we have a special episode coming next week with our parents. <laughs> <laughs> so something to look forward to. Also, we have uh, Sarah Galley coming on from Andy's Girls. Uh, so those are two exciting episodes to look forward to next week. Have a happy holidays. Stay safe. And I love everyone here. Love you guys. Love Bye-bye. you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.